Trials and tribulations, I mean, greetings and salutations to you, Richmond. This is RVA Dirt's Melissa Vaughn, and I am back from an extended health hiatus to bring you the latest grime oozing out of Richmond City Council. This quick and dirty City Council roundup covers the first meeting of 2022 on January 10th. If the only place you get RVA Council news is from this segment, first, what the hell, and second, let me catch you up since I've been gone for a few months. You schlubs. I mean, you could just Google it yourself, but whatever. You see, there was this casino referendum that very loud people were both for and against, but the againsts were louder, so no casino, and that's that. On to the next. Wait. What? Are you serious? I am sorry. I have just been informed that 8th District Councilwoman Reva Trammell is vowing to never, ever, ever drop this and move on with her life. She will forever shame Richmond voters for not delivering the casino development to her district. She may possibly have put a hex on us at this week's meeting. I am uncertain, but a raccoon in a blonde wig at a roulette table has been haunting my dreams since Monday, so... That makes sense to me. Before the meeting began, council voted to hold all future meetings through at least February virtually because there are two types of people in this world, those with COVID and those waiting to get it. <laughs> Coronavirus! That's fine. I have become accustomed to snacks and drinky booze in my PJs on council Monday. At public comment. The night officially began with the one public commenter who voted early, then left the country with jackpot noises in his heart and came back to no casino. He blasted misinformation he claims was spread by a local political organization that one casino was actually owned by white people. I have no clue, but... Sorry to this man. This was also the first of many times Riva made remarks on the failed referendum. Some sensical, some susical. Look, I'm not going to accuse Riva of being under the influence of anything but herself. I will, however, say that she is heckin' hard to follow. Her thoughts are thrown into a bag, shaken around, then dumped out on the table in front of her to create a word salad, dressed with her frustration over the casino loss. <laughs> In more uplifting news, Sabrina Joyhog has been named Deputy CAO. She has international as well as local experience, making her more qualified for the role of real chief administrative officer, but whatever. She is going to kill it in this position, so welcome. Nothing sexier than consent. The main consent agenda items were papers accepting funds totaling $1.3 million for the proposed Shaco Bottom Slavery Museum and Heritage Campus. Many citizens came out to speak in support of the papers, grateful for the funding, but also urging caution and transparency when spending the money. All members of City Council added themselves as co-patron to these papers and made speeches. Riva once again managed to tie in a dig at anti-casino voters, stating that Urban One CEO Alfred Liggins would have contributed money to these projects if only the casino referendum had passed. You know what did pass? Consent agenda. Unanimously. So, with Metamucil every day, I got regular agenda and stayed regular agenda. Regular agenda was pretty busy. 
There was an SUP for a nine-unit apartment building in the St. John's Old and Historic District in Churchill. The developer apparently made a lot of changes to appease the neighbors, but when he stopped, they got grumped out. Trammell swooped into the rescue of those opposed and used some gibberish to argue for a continuance. The SUP passed nonetheless, but still has to go through architectural review. Next up was a paper dealing with the continued removal of monuments around the city. The second's Catherine Jordan took issue with lumping the 1st Virginia Regiment Monument in Meadow Park in with the rest as it honors Revolutionary War soldiers and is not Confederate in nature, but still has an aura of lost cause about it, apparently. Jordan was the lone no vote on this paper. In the same vein, the following item was to authorize the acceptance of the gift of Lee Circle before the new gubernatorial administration, administration of doom, doom takes over here shortly. Anne Francis Lambert of the third district inquired as to what the plans are for the future of this area. CAO Lincoln Saunders answered that the grass will grow over it and in time a plan will form. This led to the ninth's Dr. Mike Jones making bold statements about the privilege of beautifying Monument Avenue while neighborhoods of stones throw away, crumble, and wither. He also called out the incoming governor for supporting white supremacy. Jones is against spending big bucks on irrigation and upkeep when it needs to be spent elsewhere. Stephanie Lynch of the 5th District asked what is being done with the spray paint covered pedestal, which she points out is considered one of the greatest pieces of protest art of our time. CAO Saunders assures her that all the pieces parts are protected and their fate will be worked out by the Black History Museum in conjunction with the Valentine. That paper passed, and the plot of land that formerly housed the largest, loudest monument to the lost cause now belongs to the city of Richmond. Congrats, I guess. Onward to the introduction of papers where, good lord, Riva Trammell beats a dead horse <laughs> and introduces a resolution to give the casino referendum another shot. But Senator hard-creased, nipple-high khakis Joe Morrissey introduced a bill to the General Assembly to block Trammell's resolution so that Petersburg could have a crack at one casino resort. What f nope. ever. This city is as jumbled as Riva's rants. Before I close, I must chastise the city for holding a school board meeting on the same night as a council meeting. Many citizens participate in both, so you are doing everyone a disservice. Oh, I do hear school board has new leadership with Dr. Shonda Harris Muhammad, the only Harris Muhammad on the ballot, as chair and Kenya Gibson as vice chair. You know that Shonda thing is a deep, deep RBA dirt cut. We have been doing this segment and our show Municipal Mania for five years now. Dang. Anyway, Mayor Stoney told us on our latest episode, heard right here on WRIR every Wednesday at 11 a.m., that he doesn't foresee new leadership will be allies of his administration, but that he's been surprised before and his door is always open. How brave of him in these dark pepperoni portobello panini times. My doors are firmly closed and I am planning on being the hermitiest hermit that ever hermited for the rest of the winter. On that note, I am peacing out and wishing all y'all peace of mind during this very seasonally depressed time. End of the road. Nothing to do. And no hope of things getting better. Sounds like Saturday night at my house. Holler at me across all social media at RVA Dirt. Bye now.